Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. This week's Grape Therapy is sponsored by Crate and Barrel. Create your Crate and Barrel registry at CrateandBarrel.com or at a store near you. Geico, go to Geico.com and in 15 minutes you could be saving 15% or more on car insurance. Extra money in your pocket? It just may be the most rewarding to do you do today. Ship. Finding a date is way more fun if you do it with friends. Download Ship, the app that lets you swipe with friends. That's S H I P. Search for Ship Dating in the App Store to start swiping today. Pepsi. Be you. Don't hold back, as being true to yourself will enable you to live your best possible life. Be free from judgment and full of joy. Live every day confidently, fearlessly, full on. Pepsi. That's what I like. Hulu. Hulu has the reality TV that you love, so start your free trial today at Hulu.com. And Ritual Vitamins. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essential for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Great Therapy. Caitlin Bristow is going to answer your questions, drink to your confessions, and hear what you have to say about anything Bachelor. Let's shake it up some more. Here's Caitlin. Welcome to Great Therapy bachelor finale coverage i am your fill-in host jason tardick accompanied by my better half the original og the one and only caitlin bristow i'm not your better half today <laughs> you're always my better half oh, that's sweet i gotta say seeing you sick like in your eyes it pains me it's awful i hate to see you sick i haven't been this sick in like two years you know it's funny you said that though because Wells, I hope Wells doesn't. He's not gonna care that I say this. Not that big of a deal. But I was like, I gotta get out of here. I'm going back home. Caitlin's sick. He's like, man, I feel like she's sick a lot. Why do people say that to me? I think I'm just honest on social media. So if I'm not feeling well, I talk about it. But I've never been like sick, sick in two years. Yeah, I also, you know, my instant response without even thinking, I go, you know, the one thing I'll say is she is. She's spread thin and she travels a lot. But, you know, you and I are go, go, go. I think this was a result of just the last two weeks between the tornado, the house, two trips to the hospitals for the dogs. The list goes on. It's been uh, a really stressful, stressful two weeks. And that's 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 another thing. Someone else said that on social media. They're like, you're always sick. And I'm like... Yeah, try living my lifestyle and not get run down. Yeah, I mean, look at it. It's crazy. I this is this is kind of funny. It's kind of embarrassing too. Uh, I got a notification the other day from this company. They go, "You are ranked number thirty-eight influencer in the country for most traveled in the United States. Number one is National Geographic." And I was like, "Oh my god, this is hilarious!" Like, what? Why is that embarrassing? And then I thought about it. I'm like, "Wait a second. We actually are on the road a minimum." A minimum flight, one, uh, two flights per week, I would say. Yeah, and everyone thinks I like have a disease, like coronavirus. Nobody wants to be around me right now. <clears throat> I don't think you have corona. I don't. I have uh, bronchitis and like laryngitis. I think the irony, though, I mean, like this is so, this is such a Caitlin Bristow thing to happen. Easy boys, they get all Robin fired up. Wow. Tell you what, Pino with the SmackDown. Oh, that's ramen on top. Um, so the one thing I'm gonna I'm gonna say is the irony of Caitlin Bristow having every freaking symptom of coronavirus in the pinnacle of the heat is just so Caitlin Bristow. Well, I mean, I kind of hope I get through it, and then I find out after, like, oh, you know what, you did, and you you took the proper precautions. You stayed home. You didn't go anywhere. You I lysoled the, the whole house. I washed my hands. And then I'd be like, I'm a Corona survivor. You would be a Corona survivor. I'm a survivor. I kind of feel like we're on Love is Blind right now because I can't really see you. <laughs> and I can't really hear you. This is perfect. Um, so what's funny okay. is that, I, I, so real quick, let's stay on Corona. I just heard something the other day that right now, Corona is 10 times more deadlier than the flu. So the, Are you the, trying to scare me? Oh, no, no, no. I'm just putting fed. It's 10 times more deadlier than the flu. Uh, but then the, there's an argument to that to say, well, where it hit in China were um, uh, underserved and there were a ton of elderly and pre-existing conditions. So it's not accurate. 
uh, reflection. Yeah, I'm in good health overall. Yeah, but it's crazy. I mean, the, to see what's happened in the last 24 hours is just crazy. I mean, March Madness, there are now no viewers. Um, <laughs> marathons are getting canceled. Big, uh, big events for Bachelor Nation, such as Stagecoach and Coachella, have been pushed to October. What are we going to do as influencers? No, I'm just going to enjoy the 30 days when we get quarantined. <laughs> I, I honestly really pray that doesn't happen. I, don't, I pray, pray to God it doesn't, doesn't happen. happen. It's so sad for other countries and like things where that's happening. Like I just think about families and like, if, what about people who do need to get out or like, how, you know, like who are sick without coronavirus, but like all these other doctors and like all these like healthcare systems are just so overwhelmed right now that they can't get proper care either. For sure. I mean, think about if this hits the elderly, elderly like nursing homes, uh, think oh about colleges. God, that makes me so sad. I mean, it's just, it's, uh, it's terrifying right now. And the biggest question mark that everyone's looking at politicians, uh, investors, everything is just containment. Can we contain it? So hopefully yeah. we can hope, hopefully, excuse me, we could find, a um, some type of of cure for it. So, yeah. all right, everybody. We obviously know that wedding planning is such an exciting and fun time, but everyone knows also that a lot of the process can be stressful and overwhelming, including registering for your wedding. But no worries, Vinos, because I'm here to tell you that it doesn't have to be when you register at Crate and Barrel. Crate and Barrel has an expertly curated assortment, meaning you don't have to search and sort through tons and tons of items. They've selected the best of the best of the best to make choosing the perfect items for your home simple and easy. It can be super overwhelming to scroll endlessly to try and find the best items. And if you don't go through them all, you might be thinking, um, wait, what did I miss? The curated assortment from Crate and Barrel makes it so much easier on you to feel confident that you're getting all the best items. No regrets, people. Their modern design with a classic twist also means you don't have to worry about your items going out of style in a year or two. That's always a worry of mine when I get something new. <laughs> I do this all the time with my house. I'm like, yeah, but how long is this going to be in style for? I love that you don't have to worry about that at Crate and Barrel because so much of their collection is just timeless. Plus, Crate and Barrel makes the registering experience so much fun with a private party just for engaged couples. So they host private registry events each month in all of their stores with the stores closed to host you and your fiance. I think that's pretty cool. I also love that Crate and Barrel offers group gifting. This is my jam right here. So friends and family can chip in to purchase a larger item that you love. That way you don't have to feel bad throwing that one big item you really want on your registry. You just have your friends go all in on it together. I've actually done this before. For one of my friend's weddings, we got a group together to purchase the biggest item on her registry because we knew it was something, obviously, that she really, really wanted. So it was honestly ideal for us to be able to go in on it together versus just going separately in smaller gifts. So some of their top registered for products include Marin White Dinnerware, Organic Wash Sheets, and Duvet, which the more you wash it, the softer it gets. Yes, please. And so much more. I think the monogram beer glasses are so fun to get for couples because then every time they're having a cold one, they're thinking, hey, remember when KB got this for us? And thinking back on all of our memories together, they're personalized, which I love anything that's unique and personalized in my home. The fact that they're dishwasher safe is such a bonus, too, because who really wants to worry about delicately hand-washing glasses? Not I, people, not I. Create your Crate and Barrel registry, crateandbarrel.com, or at a store near you. Let's transition because I'll tell you what, while the world has been a freaking upside-down disaster in the last two weeks... We had a nice little break from reality last night, and that was... What? No, we didn't. We went straight into reality that, TV. That was the Bachelor finale, which in my opinion was the most entertaining episode it, that I've ever watched on The Bachelor ever. And I completely disagree. And that is usually what makes us have a good podcast, because we never <laughs> agree with each other. I don't think it was entertaining. I found it really disturbing. It was... I mean, I think that's dramatic by saying it's... Well, I think it's a very no, dramatic perspective. To say it was disturbing. I was disturbed watching it. I okay. thought it was really disturbing the way that whole episode went down. So here's how I'd like to run this podcast. I would like to give your overall summary of why you think the whole episode was disturbing. And then I want to break it down each of the scenes, start to finish and have some questions about it. Okay. Well, first of all, I feel like it pains people to listen to me talk like this. Like it just like hurts people's throat listening to me. Uh -huh. um, but I will say the whole episode, like... First of all, Peter 
that Madison left. And then he's like, oh, Hannah's the girl of my dreams, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, okay, I'm not buying it. And then they get engaged and something feels off about it. And then you could tell it wasn't like a happily ever after because Chris Harrison was like, or is it? And you're like, okay, well, clearly it's not. And then just the way it all went down, it was like, oh, Hannah Ann isn't going to be here. And then she was there and nobody explained what happened there. And then they got engaged. And then on their like one weekend together, they didn't really explain a lot. They're like, oh yeah, things haven't really been working out, have they? Yeah, no. Oh yeah, well, I'm going to follow my heart. Okay. It was just like done. And then all of a sudden Madison shows up. She's so cold to him. They don't seem in love at all. And then his mom the whole time is like, I'm sorry. And I'm, I, I know that she has a side and we all have a side. And I, I don't know exactly what went down or what, what Madison really has done. Yeah. And, and, and don't be, I don't think you need to be sorry. I think I want to hear. I am a little sorry, but the way she acted was a little childish. Like who's that? Barb? Barb. With, Babs. I like her and I think she's a passionate woman and I know it came from love, but the way she rolled her eyes and clapped for Hannah Ann when Hannah Ann was dragging her son and nodded her head with her like it was her daughter. Well, it was apparently that is her daughter. And then for Madison, <laughs> just like shaking her head and like so disgusted with the way things her son was feeling like her, Peter's just talking about following his heart. And, and his mom's shaking her head like it, it was disgusting. Okay, so when you say painful, you're saying it was just hard to watch. It was disturbing. Disturbing. Like, so like I was, was disturbed by her behavior. Yeah, okay, that's actually fair. Because when I was like the side barb cam, it had me just, t- I agree, twisted. So I agree with that. If I had to barb s- didn't know she was on the barb cam the whole night, too. So that's she didn't know to, about to that. Give her- but still, you're, no, on, still. you're in front row national television on the live show. Support your like, son. S- support. I, I don't mean, care. We'll get into that. We'll get into that. Okay. We'll get into that. But I just want to say high level. To me... Such banker the talk. The only thing that was just at all, we're doing a summary. The only thing that was f- consistent this entire season was the inconsistency of everything. Yeah. Everything. Nothing made sense. The inconsistency of the engagement. Y- you know, I, we're going to get into exactly what it was ridiculous, but just everything. Communication wasn't in- inconsistency. The ending, what didn't make sense. And I said, I looked this up already, but on your podcast, January 30th, I said, this, this episode, or this season has been the biggest shit show I've ever seen. And this was January. 30th and you told me you haven't watched enough episodes this is nothing and I'm gonna to go back to my word this has been the biggest shit show of a season I've ever seen it's just like you're it's so inconsistent like even down to Hannah Ann nobody like was like oh Hannah Ann until last night she came out with this whole different she was a whole other person for sure and now it's like Queen Hannah Ann and I'm like well where was that person the whole season I know like sometimes things have to happen to you yep. holy shit my voice yeah. Things have to happen to you to like get that at kind of attitude. But yep. I was like, where, wh- what happened? I'm going to address that. And then I want to go to the top so we can take this episode. But I agree with you. And I think that the I've been I've been kind of given a little shit to Hannah Ann. And the fact that I think that she comes off a little fake and very rehearsed. And the Hannah Ann we saw on after the final rose was not fake, was not rehearsed, but, but that- and was super powerful. Now, I agree with you, but I'm going to play devil's advocate and say, yeah. yeah, it could have been super produced. It could have been, you know, like a, they're like, you go out there and you are going to be like, you could be the bachelorette next season. Like it could have been produced. I'm not saying I didn't like it. I loved every second of it. Yeah. So two people I talked to, the one person said, while the words she said were powerful, they still think that that is the same rehearsed Anna and, and she rehearsed every line so that she could get her little blurbs on E! News and everything else. That was a comment. Another comment was... Uh, and, and even if it was still powerful. Yeah, because they took your stance. I said she was great. Um, and their response, I got a huge eye roll, a nod of the head uh, over, over a call, or it was over FaceTime and said, are you kidding me? Obviously, she was coached. Come on. You're just so g- those are perspectives I don't even. I think most people don't even think about that. We you always think do you think of about all people who have been calling her coached the whole time or rehearsed or whatever would. 
But the thing I want to tell you is it's one thing to be rehearsed and coached, but to actually go there live stage in front of 8 million people with his parents right there, the adrenaline, (laughs) and be able to handle that with such composure. (laughs) I mean, during those live things, I'm just going to be honest, I would have like three drinks in the back just to like cool down a little bit. (laughs) Maybe she did because I was like, it's it's so intense. (laughs) Yeah. Um, All right. So let's go. But I do agree it was powerful. I loved every second of it, but I was still like, who is that? And I'm holding my line, the most entertaining television show, I, TV show episode I've ever seen in the franchise and think I might ever see, period. Oh my God. And I think some of it was um, unexpected to be. Question for you. Do you own or rent your own home? I'm sure you do. And I bet it can be really hard work. And you know it's easy. Bundling policies with renter's insurance along with your auto policy. And it's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. So go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. So let's start from the top. Instantly, this is how you know it's a train wreck, when in one minute, everything is picture perfect. You have goosebumps, and you're thinking about someone that has a beautiful story, because we go right to Hannah Ann's engagement. But one Mm. thing I want to hear your opinion on. What did you think about his actual proposal? I I don't know. I just I actually don't even remember how it went. So it was in my opinion, it was one of the most half-assed proposals, and that's where I was like on my edge. Did you think for 2 seconds he called her Madison? Well, he started it. That's why I said he started the proposal with Madison. Yeah. That was the fir- I think the first word that came out of his mouth is Madison just left. And then he went into it and didn't explain why she left, but said... So, it's such a terrible, dismissive... I just said this on uh, Strahan and Sarah this morning. The golden rule when you give a proposal. I don't care if it's on The Bachelor. I don't care if it's on Love is Blind, whatever it is. You do not start the proposal with the name of your ex. Yeah. That's golden rule number one. Yeah. So, um, then the proposal goes down and then... In my opinion, I think one of the biggest differences here, because obviously this was a Becca and Ari situation, I think that this was different. When I was watching Becca and Ari season, I felt it. I was like, Becca is in love with that man, and that Mm. man is in love with her, and this is beautiful. Mm. And when they were together on that date, I'm sorry, in the, the, what do they call it? The secret hideaways? When you're engaged. Oh, happy couple weekend. Happy couple weekend. Becca, everything about her was blindsided. Yeah. She was torn apart. This, Wells and I were joking around today. It was like they were just lounging around. Hey, how are you? Okay, we're going to break up. Rubbing each other's back and we're done. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Yeah. It didn't seem at all to have the same feel. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I agree. And what do you make of that? What is that? When when that happens, what do you think about that? I just think she knew from the proposal on that it was always about Madison. So I don't think she was shocked or surprised. Now, one of the other things in preparing to be the the co-host today of your show, I was doing some research. I'm the host today. Wow. What an honor. I just don't have my voice isn't like one tenth of as cool. And I love it because you're sitting here with a, you've got ramen on your shirt and, and, Doctor gloves on latex gloves, <laughs> but I was reading the the actual verbiage of Hannah Ann and what she said to Peter when she came out. And one of the first things she said is, "I knew there were red flags when you had told me that you had to reach out and communicate yeah, with Hannah, Hannah Brown to get closure." Yeah. And she said, there were three women in this relationship, and you were engaged to me, me, Hannah B, and Madison. But we felt that all, we all felt that from the beginning. <laughs> but so do then, do you think that he should have been communicating with her about like, why get engaged then? Yeah, I agree with that. And why I th- get engaged? So I have another buddy and I agree with this. His synopsis of the whole thing. He said, you could tell from the season this started that Peter is a really nice guy. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Peter is that Peter just wants to make everything sound good. And he's so damn worried about how it's going to be perceived and looked. And as a result of it, we don't know who the guy is. We don't know much about him. And I think even when we watched his, uh, the finale part a, I think we noticed that like his family, we learned more about Peter from his family than we learned from Peter in nine episodes. Do you agree with that? Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I agree with that. I just, I keep thinking back to like, why get, or why get engaged? But like you said, He's trying to please it. I think producers are like, look, the format of the show is that you get engaged and, and that's what we need from the season. 
you can figure it out after, but the format of the show, they always use that against you. Well, this is the format of the, the show. The format of the show. Okay. The other thing I'm going to say about this is when you look at a lot of these cast members, it's easy when you're on the show. And again, it's just an opinion, but to say that person's producible and that person is not producible. And I'll give you an example. I think that Madison is very tough to produce. Yeah, I think I she's a strong-willed, I'm going to do what I want. I think in my personal opinion from cast members and leads we've seen, I think Peter seems to be probably one of the most producible people that I've watched. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think that's part of the reason you weren't picked to be The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, okay, so then I want to ask you your opinion. Do you think that Peter should have told Hannah Ann before he proposed to her what happened with Madison and that she left and why she left? Yes, 1,000%. Because as I have learned, no matter how hard something is to tell someone knowing you're going to hurt them, they're going to find out eventually. Yeah. So. It's better to be honest and upfront and have them know it going in than for them to find out later. Because either way, it's going to suck, but it's going to suck even more if you lied yeah, or hid ex something. Exactly. And another thought Wells and I were talking today is we don't know if uh, Neil Lane intentionally prepared this, knowing that he was going to get that ring back. Gave the nicest ring they've ever that had. That was the nicest <laughs> ring we have ever seen. I mean, I'm ever. not I'm not the biggest fan of a teardrop, but also like <laughs> it was the nicest ring I've ever seen on the show. What are you a big fan of? <laughs> you already know. Well, I don't know. You give me a lot of different. No, you, I don't. You give me a couple different ones. What are you a fan of? I, I don't even know what the names are. Like, I don't know what. What things... design do you like? I just like edgy yet classic. Edgy yet classic. Yeah. See, now I'm the host and I'm trying to get a little uh, double click clickbait <laughs> out of you. <laughs> That's funny. We're I like it. Do your right. thing. Yeah. Well, you, what pod, you were just on. Oh, Chicks in the Office, and you told them how... So this is a funny story. Right after Buffalo, quick detour. Right after Buffalo, Caitlin was on Chicks on the Office, and she's like, they asked her when we're going to get engaged. And she's like, I don't know, but my hometown visit went well because Jason, <laughs> we hung out with his friends and his family and his grandpa, and I had such a great time. And we got back, and that Friday, or that Monday we got back, he's like, okay, let's go ring shopping. I want to see what kind of cuts you want. I won, I won that hometown. And Fran and Rio were like, it is something about guys that when you are accepted with their friend group and family group, it just takes love to the next level. Yeah. And I, I stand by that. I stand by that too. I stand by that because that's one of the, that's probably one of the worst things other than your mother not approving okay this season of bachelor is coming to an end and we're all getting ready for bachelor in paradise i know i know it's still a little far from now but we always need more bachelor content am i right and no matter who you are shipping for the beaches of paradise this summer we can all agree on one thing finding love is not easy am i right peter that's why I'm helping my friend Claire, no, not the new bachelorette Claire, find her person on SHIP, spelled S-H-I-P, the dating app that lets you play matchmaker for your friends. So even when you're feeling powerless watching people on the beaches of paradise making not so great decisions, you can at least help your friends make the right one. Jason and I have been swiping on potential suitors for Claire. Let me tell you, we're having fun, but our taste is very different, which makes the app even more fun. So our friend Claire is just incredibly, incredibly picky, whereas I never really got a chance to use SHIP for myself, so I'm all about swiping right and giving all the potential suitors a chance. So Jason thinks he can read a guy just from his pick, and I'm like, hey now, you never know who might be the right one for Claire. Jason clearly is not watching Love is Blind. We have a great group chat going where we all talk about pickup lines, potential matches, et cetera, et cetera. And let me tell you, Claire is so lucky that I can't actually message these matches for her because I would be getting her into some trouble. So if you're super frustrated with the way Peter's season of The Bachelor turned out or just frustrated that the season's over, turn your attention where it matters most to your friends and find them someone on ship worthy of the final rose. Finding a date is more fun if you do it with your friends. So download SHIP, the app that lets you swipe with friends. That's S-H-I-P. Search for SHIP Dating in the App Store to start swiping today. Let's transition back here. So Hannah Ann breaks up with him. The other thing I did say on Strahan this morning was I said, if those are the type of rings Neil Lane has given out, Knowing Caitlin was a former bachelorette, I might have to give him a call and see if I could take some of my words back and not having a Neil Lane ring. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, am I not worth it? Well, let me ask you just this. Just kidding. Let's I, I would take an onion ring. Can I? This is a fair question, probably a personal question, but again, let's put it on the podcast because I'm hosting here. All right. 
Would you see what it's like to be in the hot seat? It's a little uncomfortable. No, I love it. Would you rather have? Okay, suppose that Neil Lane's. I don't want to put numbers to it. it I don't want to put numbers to it. But would you rather have a ring that was three quarters or half of expensive and nice as a Neil Lane or a Neil Lane? I don't care. So you just? I mean, you don't care at all. No, not really. I mean. You would really take a Funyun? No, not really. I was just being cute. But <laughs> as long as I like thought it was unique and you picked it out, I would mm-hmm. I would like it. Gotcha. I mean, okay. yeah, I would have to. Just as long as I like it. All right. That's fair. It's on my finger forever. All right. So we're going back to the episode here. And yeah. the one thing I made a comment on earlier, too, was that when they got engaged, Hannah Ann did the whole crying thing. Okay. But I have seen so many damn times over this season. I don't know if it's like a new age thing or what. Crying, crying without tears. Without tears. You could zoom in and every single angle and there are no tears on any one when of these I cried cries. I on that show, I had snot coming out of my nose and like hysterically I couldn't breathe. I did everything to try not to cry so I didn't look like Cause embarrassing because I'm trying to be tough, which is really not tough. So... <laughs> But we've seen that a lot, I feel like, this season. And I feel like on finale part A, we saw Barb crying without tears. We'll be right back with more Off the Vine. Great therapy. All right, everybody. If you like my show, then you know you're going to love the Lady Gang podcast on Podcast One. Join your favorite trio of Hollywood ladies, Kelsey Knight, Becca Tobin, and Jack Venick on their weekly raw look of all things pop culture with some amazing guests. Upcoming episodes include pop superstar Shania Twain, Real Housewife Nene Leakes, and Bachelor Nick Vial. Check out Lady Gang every week on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Now back to Off the Vine Great Therapy. Tell me about the Madison encounter with Chris Harrison. And I think the biggest discussion here is Chris Harrison, quote, flies to Auburn. What do you think that was Chris's job to be doing that? You think that should have been Peter? What do you think of that whole interaction? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was so bizarre. I don't. I don't know. I just was like, I mean, I guess it really hits home when Chris Harrison flies to you. Like, I think that's the the way that she'd be like, "Holy shit, this is serious." Yeah, for if sure. Chris Harrison shows up at your door, you kind of can't say no. <laughs> <laughs> and so I think they all knew that. So they sent in the big guns. The big guns blazing. Yeah. Because he, I, I don't know. I think she just, I don't know Madison. I feel like what we saw of her, we what? all really liked. But by the end, I was like, I don't think we know her at all. Wait, why? how could you possibly say that? What? I literally think if there's one person in this no, whole entire season that we know, it is Madison. No, I, mean, I think you're missing people. something. We know Barb and we know Madison and that's it. What don't you, tell me what you don't know about there Madison. There must be something missing for Barb to actually f-ing loathe someone like that. See, and I agree with you because something doesn't make sense. No, it and doesn't. There's got to be something. A, one season ago, one season ago, we had Barb, the same Barb, fist pumping, going crazy, celebrating that her son had sex not two, not three, but four times in the windmill and had her heart broken by Hannah B. And she's doing the woo, woo, woo. Yeah. And then literally a season later, she's scolding. A woman that I think has a strong moral compass, is poised, classy, knows what she wants out of life, and is fighting in a public scenario for that's why for I think her we don't know love. her because I think there's Doesn't something make sense. nothing adds up there, and I want to get Barb on the damn podcast once she's out of her contract. I, I almost uh, commented on your post today. Is this a weird ploy for you to get Barb on the podcast? It's not weird. I'll put it out there. Barb, come <laughs> on the podcast. You want Barb I want, I want Barb to have a voice. Okay. So, I mean, do you think Barb didn't have a voice last oh, night? Oh, she had a voice and she took full advantage Are of the live television. Yeah. That's one of the things that Strahan said, like, she really wanted that TV time and she yeah. got it. All right. If you're still sticking to those restrictive resolutions, wow. Good for you. But even if you're sticking to those goals, make sure that you're also enjoying life and not being too strict or hard on yourself. We only have one life, everybody. Okay, so let's enjoy it. Pepsi wants to usher in the new year and the new decade a bit differently by encouraging everyone to unapologetically do what they enjoy, even in the face of others' judgment, which is a resolution I can get on board with. There's a lot of things I love doing unapologetically. We know that. I'd encourage you to do the same. So for me, 
That means taking an entire day to binge watch Grey's Anatomy and my newest obsession, Love is Blind, or going out to a dive bar, dancing like my best self, even though everyone might be staring at me, or ordering food on Postmates twice, maybe three times in one day, because sometimes that's what I call self-care. So whatever it is you enjoy, I encourage you to get after it and indulge in those things and make yourself happy. When I let myself be free and unapologetic in doing the things that I love, I feel more myself. So try it with me, Vinos. Create moments of enjoyment and live like no one is watching and like nothing is holding you back. Live every day fearlessly and full on. Pepsi. That's what I like. I want to go back to Madison and what you said of how you think you don't know her. I don't think that makes sense. What? So here's what you, you disagreed here's what, with me. No, 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 no. I think we don't know the full story of what happened at the the conversation. But we, what we do know about Madison is we know her family. We know her family's values. We know what she stands for. We know that she's a virgin. She's saving herself till marriage. We know what she wants out of life, where she wants to go. I think we know everything. But what's she like off camera? Have. We don't know. What she's like off camera? Yeah. I mean, do we really know what anyone is no, like off we camera? Don't, no, of course not. That's what I'm saying. They're just, I feel like I don't know her because there's got to be a deep, dark reason. The one. There's, I just, otherwise I can't justify Barb's behavior. See, I, well, I mean, I think that Barb's behavior was, ju- was justified in the fact that she's careless about her behavior. I mean, there was nothing that she did that night that was anything but selfish. Yeah, I agree. Everything was about Barb and no one else. I just feel so bad talking shit about someone's mom. But it's but it's not even like we're not. I'm. Not, it's just fair criticism, I know, right? I know. We're not you poking me, at like it's fair criticism. I agree. I totally agree. So the one thing I'll tell you about Madison that is inconsistent is. And I am a huge Madison fan. I think that she's been the best person on this season, uh, and I would love to see her as the Bachelorette. But the one oh, thing, wow. the one thing I will say that I'm like, kind of like, hmm, you know what? If I'm going to analyze the heck out of this, there were a lot of inconsistencies with like her ultimatums, right? She gives the first ultimatum, yeah, that's and what then, I said last podcast, and yeah, and then she stays. But it happened again, right? Then she gives another ultimatum, and then she leaves, and saying she, she can't do it. Then she goes back after the guy that was engaged for a month. And, and they looked so uncomfortable on the couch. So that that is one of the most bizarre situations I've seen. Because if you are reading any type of body language, there was not one iota of evidence that these two have a connection, they're into each other, and are in love. I felt like they were so uncomfortable. I felt like she was like kind of giving him like the cold shoulder. Yeah. I felt like he was like almost just scared of both his mom and her. Right. It was so weird. It was it was so weird. Now here's where you and I are going to disagree again. I think when they bring Madison out, I genuinely believe the first priority is good TV. I think the real priority though, like I think they wanted a good ending. I believe that the production wanted a good ending and they wanted everyone to feel good about it. And they did the episode very wrong. So you think that that wasn't the case? No. You think they wanted it to end the way it did? Yes, because if they wanted it to end happily, they would have made it happen. Trust me. They they were okay with it ending like this because everybody is talking about it today. Okay. Well, here's here's one of my thoughts. They come out. Where are you guys? We hear from Peter that he's so in love. And I wasn't buying one word of that. We hear from Madison. They're very in love. Wasn't buying that. But then Chris Harrison gives this guy the biggest softball in the world to America. So Peter... You guys are in love. You went through the hardship. What's next? What is next for you? And you talk about the biggest strike I've ever seen. Yeah. He he's fumbles with his words, looks down. Yeah, he's scared of his mom. We'll just take it day by day. Because he's scared of his mom. I was, I was flabbergasted with that. I mean, do we know? You hung out with him. Is he happy? When I, so that's another thing I want to say, too. I think Peter is like, in the time I've spent with him, a really sweet individual. And I think he's a kind guy that just got so wrapped up in this and got too carried away and worried about what other people thought and didn't step up to the plate to make hard decisions and have the conversations he needed to mm-hmm. have. So I think that... But do you think he's happy? <clears throat> no, I don't think... I'll be honest. I don't think there's a chance in hell these two uh, to make it. There's no but way. But that's what Barb said, and she got <laughs> shit on. Um, because it's different from... You know, me sitting here from the bleachers, making an opinion on a relationship versus your son. uh, Verbiage again. And by the way, it was 
It was he will. If, you have uh, to fail to succeed. Fail to succeed. Fail. The other fail to succeed. The other. Fail. <laughs> you'll have to feel to succeed. Fail. Fail. You can just fail. say fail. You don't have to go fail. Say braille. Braille. Braille fail. Fail. Okay, got it. <laughs> don't change me. I'm not changing you. That's what you? Peter's mom said. Don't change Peter. Hey, I'm not changing so, you. You call but, me out on so many words. I say Canadian. But real quick, let's back up. You said, well, that's, you're acting like Peter's, but you said now you're saying what Peter's mom said. The only difference is I'm saying what Peter's mom said because of Peter's mom. Huh? I'm saying they won't make it. I have because coding of in Peter. my system. You're going to have to write some spell, spells. I don't think they're going to make it because of Peter's mom. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, I don't know. And... Madison, you could tell she was just biting her tongue through that whole thing of like, she wanted to turn to Barb and give her three snaps. So how do you think uh, Madison handled I think she could have done more. I think so too. What do you think exactly she could have done? I think Peter and Madison both could have done more. I think Madison could have been like, here's why I made you wait. Yes. That's what she should have addressed. Production. three hours she should have addressed. Production was behind or like I was getting nervous. I really am taking this seriously and I was like hesitating to meet the family if i'm like not going to be the one she could have like addressed the whole thing and apologized yeah she didn't fight for that and I don't peter could have stood up for her and be like that was me too i was part of that weight like that the biggest the biggest finger i have to point is at peter right there hmm. because you gotta you know and i also heard through the grapevine that madison um she was not expecting that. She was not expecting. So she was caught off yeah, guard a yeah. little bit when she could tell. Yeah. But you know, you're you're caught off guard like that. What do you? I mean, I, what are you supposed to? How do you react to that? And I think she nailed it when she said, "This is not just a journey about Peter finding his his woman. This is about a woman finding their significant yeah. other too." And there's two people that are part of this, and that's what a relationship is. And I think she nailed that part. Yeah. All right, so Mr. Chris Harrison was telling me about this crazy party Hulu threw in Beverly Hills with all the biggest reality TV stars from, like, every show, and now I have to watch the commercials to see what happened like everyone else? I don't usually get FOMO, but in this case, I have extreme FOMO here. Luckily for you, Hulu has the reality TV that you love. So start your free trial today at Hulu.com. I wonder how many times the word Barb has been written out on the Internet last night and today. Give me the brand. It's got. It. I mean, she's trending for sure. I mean, Barbara's the new Karen. The new, <laughs> chicks in the office are selling shirts now that says Barb Stop. is the new Karen. Stop. Yeah, I swear to oh, God, that's kind of sad. <laughs> I just said it, but like, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, I. I don't know. I always hate saying this because I, I obviously like have been through so many things where I'm like, it's not always what it seems. But at the end of the day, that was poor behavior on Barb's part and like like your mama Kaluch came in oh, guns yeah. blazing on Twitter last night my mom who really kind of keeps a distance from she all never this, I was shocked I she said that so uncharacteristic but I'm gonna tell you um my mom had comments for the first time Barb was on TV when she was fist pumping about yeah, that. Yeah. So she had comments for it. Now it's been, I think she's seen a lot and had enough but my mother said her exact words were you had one job Excuse Barb, me. you, you had, had one job, Barb. Support your son and welcome Madison to the family. Yeah. Tell her that you look forward to getting to know her. Yeah. How hard is that? Oh, yes. Smile a little, too. Oh, Mama daggers. Mama Kalooch is dropping the mitts she out really here. She really was. Shots that's fired. so unlike her. Oh, my gosh. That's but I so, agree with uh, it. It's right. It's a whole other... When other moms start arguing on Twitter <laughs> about other moms, I love it. Play devil's advocate and defend Peter's mom. No, I can't. Can't either. I the only I thing cannot. I have to say that would defend, but it still doesn't defend because I still don't think it justifies her beha- behavior. Is that we don't know the full story. But again, you get up there and you support your son, and, and you, you fake it until you f-ing make it, and you, and you say, it. "I don't necessarily agree with things, but I can't wait to get to know Madison if my son loves her." Exactly. It's so well said, and I think the thing that this touches on a bigger issue because whether it's your significant other, whether it's your mother, your sister, your friends. <laughs> people at work, your colleagues, whatever it may be. If anybody is compromising your pursuit of uh, happiness, of just finding your way, your life, your career, the end of the day, it's like 
You need to take charge in leading your life. Otherwise, someone is going to take advantage of you or they're going to lead your life for you. And in this situation, Peter, if you know you just went through an engagement that didn't work out. But he you lives just, with his mom. I, I know, but you just went through one of the most brutal seasons. You know it. You have all this drama. You get engaged. It doesn't work out. And you find the girl that you are telling us you are in love with. How at that point are you not stepping up and leading the path? I'm getting up. Give your mother a hug and say, hold her hand. Look her in the eye and say, mother, I need your support. That's my life partner. We're going to make this work. I need you to behind me. Do something. The vein coming out of your neck is concerning me. I'm just like, do something. I totally agree with everything you're saying. I mean, not everybody has the relationships like we have with our moms, but like from what we've seen, it looks like they do. But for me, I'm like. I think, and you said it earlier before we were podcasting. We think P- Peter was just paralyzed by his mom's behavior. Yeah, like he was like, "Oh my god, this is live! I can't like shun my mom, or I'm going to get shit on." Yeah, I can't d- just defend Maddie over my mom because there's a lot of Barb lovers out there. Yeah, I mean, you I, need a, Barb like, is like, like to get a bar, I would love to get a Barb lover on the podcast and have just have a, just a fair discussion, not like a heated, just a fair discussion to get their well, perspective. I think there's some on my last post, but well, put that. I would, I'd like to see but, that. But I want to say it again because it's funny. Barb is like cilantro. You either love her or you hate her. <laughs> That's fair. All right. I like it. Who I'm going to make wait? a shirt that Who says that. Who the hell hates cilantro? Are you serious? People hate cilantro? More than half the population. Oh, that's... I think... I don't know. We're I don't agree to, with it. I love gonna, cilantro. We're going to have to have to put a poll out there. One more thing I got to freaking bring up is did you see... <laughs> it's like Barb forgot that there are individuals who are bilingual watching the show of the 8 oh my God, million freaking dead. people and thinks that she has some secret code by speaking Spanish to her husband. I died. I was like, I don't speak Spanish, but yeah, but everyone, most people in America do. Oh my It's our God. second language. Yeah, it was and essentially within, you know, not specifically, but it was like, help me out, say something bad to help me. Like essentially, you better have my back and, and, and get behind this. And then when he had his little time to talk, Peter's dad, I mean, I thought that was just a complete fumble. I'm like, what, exa- what exactly are you saying? Yeah, it was a fumble. Because he was so scared. So Everybody's I, scared of the mom. That's what I'm getting. Everyone is scared of the mom. And I do like the one comment Astrid said out there that the reason that she gravitated to Hannah Ann so much is because she know that she knew that she would still be number one in Peter's world. Yeah, with, that's with Maddie, who tweeted that. that um, was Astrid. Astrid. I was like, ooh, that's deep. That is deep. Um, I think so many people are just saying like some the people who do agree with Barb, I think they're just like disappointed in how she went about it but i think all the people that agree with her are probably moms of boys who don't want to give their son away yeah i think that's fair and again her biggest argument the th- I, I just don't get where the another question mark is just where the hell is her justification for this type of hate the look she was giving no was th- just- it was that's why i was disturbed and that's where i continue to word the use the word disturbing because it was so unacceptable and so out of line for her to be rolling her eyes and shaking her head at the woman that Peter's with and clapping. And oh, it was just insane to me. Yeah. If that was my mom. I really would have been mortified. Mortified. And I give, you got to give Hannah, um, I'm sorry, you got to give Maddie credit. I think she handled it well, given, given the circumstances with pure class. And her father came out today and said, I'm so proud of you, the way you yeah. handled such a tough situation. Do you think, looking back on this, we saw Claire come out. We saw Hannah Ann put on a show and as we saw a side of her we haven't seen. Did at any point you think maybe we should have had Hannah Ann as the Bachelorette? At no point? It was too late. You don't think Hannah Ann should have been the Bachelorette? Nobody in the the, watching thought she should have been the whole time until one episode and then we're all going to change. Yeah. That's okay. That's fair. Don't take it away from Claire. Claire, this is her time and we shouldn't be going back on that now. Okay. Okay, Vinos, we all know that we want to do the right thing and keep ourselves and our bodies healthy, but that's not always super easy to do so. We can try our best to eat the salad, the kale, drink the green juice, which no thanks for me, but we still most likely are not getting the essential nutrients that we need on a daily basis. That is why I'm a huge fan of Ritual. So Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamins for women. Ritual's essentials have the nutrients most of us don't get enough from from food, all in their clean, absorbable forms, no shady additives or ingredients that can do more harm to your body than good. 
Ritual comes in easy-to-take capsules, provide the nutrients you need to support a strong foundation for your health. I've been taking Ritual for a few years now, and I've been feeling better, healthier overall. I know that my diet is lacking in certain areas, especially when I'm on the go traveling. So it gives me such a peace of mind to know I'm doing something good for myself when I have Ritual in my routine. I also love that they come in no-nausea capsules, which are gentle to take even on an empty stomach. There's a mint in every bottle, so there's not that typical fishy aftertaste you might think of when you take your pills and vitamins. Ugh. And for my obsessive label readers, all of Virtual's vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free ingredients and their sources are out there for the world to see. A subscription is easy to start, and it's easy to snooze. It's only a dollar every day to have the essential nutrients your body needs delivered every month, no strings attached. Better health doesn't happen overnight, and right now Ritual is offering my listeners 10% off during your first three months. Fill in the gaps in your diet with Essentials for Women, a small step that helps support a healthy foundation for your body. Visit Ritual.com slash find to start your Ritual today. That's 10% off during your first three months at Ritual.com slash vine. So final thoughts on the whole situation last night. Um, that... They're definitely having Thanksgiving at Madison's house. <laughs> Over under. I'll just put a bet on it. You think they make it to Thanksgiving? What date is it? It's March 11th. Yep. When's Thanksgiving in the States? November. November. No. <laughs> no I was going to say, oh, I'll put a $1,000 donation to Bunny's Buddies. No way. It's not, I don't think so. But I agree with you, so I can't bet you on that. But you know what? I hope they prove us all wrong. Me too. And, and I say just, this almost every season that yeah. they're not going to last. Yep, and maybe maybe they'll find a way. I hope they do. Do you think last night with the finasco that happened that we were supposed to see five guys come out for Claire and they yes. had to push it back because of timing? Yes. You do? It was like, hey, Claire, nice to meet you. All right, everybody, see you next time. Oh. She literally got no time. And she was so, I mean, they're always dolled up, I guess. But yeah, I think Barb stole Claire's thunder. Well, I would, I would hate to be a fly in the wall uh, in the Weber family today. Yeah, it just makes me sad. You don't want ever want a show like that to tear your family apart and have this happen. So, And you've seen more seasons than I have, but have we seen a mother versus sister, I'm sorry, daughter-in-law like that before? A daughter-in-law? Pretend, yeah, daughter. Like, have we seen a, a Maddie versus a mother oh. like that? Like, has that ever happened? Not to that extreme, no. Crazy. Anyways, Crazy. at the... I always say at the end of the day, but at yeah. the end of the day, <laughs> I hope that Barb and Peter mend a broken fence and Madison can get in and I hope everybody's happy. I <laughs> think so too. I think, you know, I honestly believe that Peter, it, I just don't think this was the right move for him. I don't. What, being the bachelor? He shouldn't. Have, yeah, yeah. This wasn't, I don't think, yeah, but what is he gonna, I don't think he was prepared for this. Right. You can't be though. And anybody that was giving, you know, Colton shit, I think we now look back and say, wow, how great of a bachelor was Colton? Yeah. How well did he handle that? Because no one was going to get in a way of, of his love for Cassie. Yeah. And a year later, they're dating. Yeah. So, last thoughts. We got to see a little introduction with Claire yesterday. And a lot of barb. What went a whole lot of barb. Based on your introduction to Claire, it's only two minutes. I want your opinion of the season. Are you excited or not? I'm extremely excited. I'll be honest, I was excited in that interview. I wasn't excited at all after. Why? I don't know. She was thrown off. She probably thought she had this whole big setup going sure. on, and then all this drama cut her time, and then she goes out there, and she was thrown off and didn't wasn't prepared. I'm, I'm, I am sure you're right. That is such a tiny sample size. Yeah. That's literally, it's not fair to make this opinion. She's going to be great. We're talking, and we're having an opinion. I'm going to tell you, I think she's going to be great. I've already said, I think it's the restart, refresh this, this franchise needed. But I will say, in that two minutes of watching... I had no desire what? to watch anymore. Why? What could she have done better? I, sometimes there's that intangible. Like, you know, when Hannah Ann was talking, I was like, last night, I was like, I want to hear more. When she was talking all season, I didn't want to hear anything. I think that there's things with Maddie that has been very magnetizing. When she's speaking, like she, she, she grabs your attention, you're vested in her. I didn't feel like that was the case in the two minutes, three minutes we got with Claire. And, and I, I'm sure I'll, I'll receive... Sometimes it's because so. Chris Harrison didn't know what the hell he was supposed to do now, too. So it could have been the delivery of questions that she was like, what are, what are we doing? Oh, I totally, completely agree. I'm not saying it's... I'm just, I'm just giving a very, very 
honest opinion. Yeah. Right? She looked beautiful. And she, I'm, oh, she looked gorgeous. And I'm excited. She looks gorgeous. And I hope that, um, you think Juan Pablo will make a hell no cameo? Hell no. Speaking of cameo, we got our 1.27 seconds of, of airtime yesterday. Oh, on, um, listen to your heart. Listen to your heart. Yeah. There you go. Well, Thank I you think for it's time over. we got to nurse you back to health. Oh my God. And I can just feel my fever like coming on just from talking that much. Oh, all right. Let's get you hydrated. Should we get you an IV or something? I'll take another IV. Okay. Except you're going to be so grossed out. Look. Oh, I can't. Oh! Um, the I can't. IV actually really hurt. I can't with needles. And it bruised me. Also, oh, speaking of coronavirus, one thing on Yahoo Finance. You don't talk about me being sick and then say speaking of coronavirus. Uh, what a bash. <laughs> what, a, what a dick. But speaking of IVs and this stuff, uh, on Yahoo Finance, we covered everything that, you know, all current news with finance. But one of the things we covered was that this year, the Bachelorette, I don't think this is tea because we put it out there, is not traveling outside the United States at all. Apparently they had a really killer schedule that was supposed to be out abroad. And every single destination now will have to be in the States because of the coronavirus. I mean, you got to do what you got to do, but ha ha. (laughs) because i only got to go to iowa (laughs) (laughs) i love it but the last thing i'll say is that is something that we should stay close to because as you know in the mansion like in my room there was 10 10 guys in one room so god forbid a producer someone's exposed there is a potential there couldn't be a season Dang. I mean, think about it. Everyone's it's kissing. It's crazy how much this can affect. It's, this is affecting everything. So thoughts and prayers are to all those that are affected. Kate, we're going to nurse you back. Um, thoughts and prayers are with the community of Nashville who is still recovering from yeah. the tragedy and, and the hurricane and tornado. But I will say just quickly on that yeah. topic, I loved reading a bunch of information on, on what's happened after the tornado because people who are like, hired to cut down trees and to clear things would show up for their job and all the volunteers had already done it. It's amazing. So workers like the volunteers and the community that's come together after it's, it's just like incredible what people have done. So there's that. It's, it's unbelievable. And we had, we had a bit of water damage and we, you and I were projecting to be in Airbnb for like a month because the insurance adjuster, he was there in 24 hours. So yeah. Um, kudos to the community of Nashville, Caitlin Bristow, Every single person listening here hopes you feel better and gets well. Thanks. And um, me and the boys are going to take care of you today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I need to be taken care of. And we're going to take care of you good. It is my honor and privilege (laughs) to have served as the host of Grape Therapy. This is Jason and Caitlin checking out. We will see you next Tuesday. No, that's off the vine. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for being a great host. And a great boyfriend. Thanks for listening to Off the Vine Grape Therapy. Tune in to hear new mini sods every Thursday and check out new full length episodes every Tuesday exclusively on PodcastOne.com, the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Who's down with OTV?